Trivia Music Show of your favorite pop stars. Hey, fam! What's happening? Thanks for tuning into another episode of Pop Muse, the pop music trivia show of your favorite stars. And if you're new to the program, we scour the internet and find less-known facts about the legends, big names, megastars, or what I like to say, some cool cats from the international and national stage to fill you in on. And let's see if you know as much as you think you know about some of these big icons in music. I'm your host TJ Reed, and I got my bro Yoon Chi in the studio. What's going on, man? Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Yoon Chi here, <laughs> and TJ again. <laughs> you know what's coming, right? Yeah, I know what's coming. Right. So you definitely know Jay Z. Of course. You're right. Do you know what would Jay Z call his wife before they get married? <laughs> what he what he called his wife? Right. Beyonce. Possibly be a close fiance. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> right, oh, you're yeah. killing me. You're killing me with these. Jay Z today because Jay Z <laughs> share something similar in common with musician that I'm going to talk about today. Oh really? Right. Okay. Wow. That's what's up. All right. Yeah. Really interested to hear about your star. They have some kind of commonality with Jay Z. I definitely have a really interesting squad that I would like to okay. kind of introduce today. Not just one person, and they really don't need no introduction. I mean, they're known worldwide. Their songs, their tunes are really catchy and something that I mean. When I first heard them, I was a little bit like, "Wow, I don't know what what I'm listening to, but <laughs> I like it." You know, so, so it's a positive way. Yeah, it's it's got a really interesting uh, sound and it's a little bit unconventional, but um, yeah, I dig it. So Sounds yeah, looking, interesting. Looking forward to uh, giving you guys a quick little trivia on that. And definitely before we get started, of course, I'd like to throw out this disclaimer: all the info that we find on the show are internet based, and they are not impervious to error. So if there are any inaccuracies, please feel free to reach out to us. <laughs> Here's a question for you. Think you know all there is to know about some of your top music celebs? Think again. We'll find out on Pop Muse, the trivia music show of your favorite pop stars. Tune into the conversation and discover some fun and shocking details about some of the world's household names in music. Check it out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your favorite podcast. So on that note, let's not waste any more time. Let's get straight to it. it. So fact number one, and this is according to SoCurrent.com and so current and SongFacts.com. <laughs> I guess the fact is not current. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So, or this band first started making music in 1994, and this is while they were in high school. Okay, uh, their original name was Kara's uh, Flowers. Kara's Flowers. Kara's Flowers. I love that name. You might be like wondering、me. who Kara is, right? Oh, it's just it's a two people band. Ah,、uh, just listen.、Okay. So they named their band、uh, Kara's Flowers, and they named it after one of their quote most hardcore groupie. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know who Kara is or what she did for this band, but is Kara like a real person name? I think this is a first. Yes, of course, Kara. Okay, yeah. 
Kara. So okay, I was thinking about C C A R R O T. Carrot. Carrot. No. No. Kara. <laughs> yeah, I get it. You're way off. Some of our audience might got that name right. It's it's nice that we clear that out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm sure they got it. Yunji, I think it was just you. <laughs> But yeah, Kara must have been really special because they named their band after her. For sure. This group had this name from about 1994 to 2001. They released their album,、uh, and the first album was called The Fourth World. Yeah, the, not the third world, but the fourth world. So, so it's like even poorer. <laughs> Possibly because the group was dropped from the label and they disbanded shortly after、okay. this release. So maybe the evidently that album title was ironically prophetic. They found out it's a completely new world. Yeah, yeah. Well, a little bit more info about this fact. So the lead singer for the band ended up moving up, moving to New York. And he got a job, and I guess this is after the music thing didn't pan out. He worked at the、uh, fast food chain Johnny Rockets, which is a really popular franchise that serves, I guess, classic American.、Food. Oh, is it? Yeah. If you talk、yeah. about like classic American franchise, fast food franchises, right? I think about Wendy's, yeah, Danny's, right, right, yeah, and John- of course McDonald's, right. Yeah, <laughs> Johnny Rockets is part of that lineup, just not as、um, pre- you know prevalent as something like McDonald's, but Or Wendy's, right, right, right. But he quit after only two weeks and also dropped out of college to continue pursuing music.、Um, let's move on to fact number two. And this is according to youdiscovermusic.com. The band reformed in 2001 when a new lead guitarist joined the group, and then their name changed to what it is today. And interestingly enough, the origin of the band's name is quote according to the band depressing, and admitted the story behind it was so bad that they the story about Karen. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could probably <laughs> no, 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 no. Just about their current name. Okay, <laughs> it's so bad that they want to just keep it in mystery and don't tell anyone. And that's according to CBS、uh, News or CBS Sunday Morning. So, yeah, the lead guitarist of the band actually went to the same school as John Mayer. So he went to the、hmm. Berkeley、uh, School of Music. Well, I guess. I guess you can say there are a lot of great guitarists coming out of Berkeley School of Music. Right, right. And、um, I guess for that reason, this band was able to perform at. They opened for John Mayer during one of his tours. Their first album told the story of, and this is a hint here for I think a lot of、uh, fans out there. Their first album told the story of a doomed love affair. Yet it went it went to sell over ten million copies around the world, and of course, subsequently making their band a household name. And you're not gonna say the name of that album, right? No, I can't. I can't. It's it would be too、um, it would be too obvious. But I'm going to give you a little bit of hints about that first album. So、okay. check it out. Fact number three. All right, the first album was named after the lead singer's high school sweetheart. And I guess in an interview, he said that he first met her or spotted Jane Herman at a gas station. So the pair dated for a few years before splitting, and she went on to write for Vogue magazine, which is a、mm, pretty prestigious、right. uh, fashion magazine. But little hint there, the name, all right. Of this person, it has something to do with the title of this album. Definitely my personal favorite of their work, and I know every song from front to back, and just about every track on that album, uh, uh, all twelve, I think, made at least one reference to this special lady. 
Wow, so this woman must be really special. Oh, yep, to the lead singer, yes. And early in the band's career, when the fans were trying to figure out exactly which category, and I think we talked about this a little bit earlier, um, they were, you know, in some confusion. They, people didn't know what to make of them. So, uh, and he, the lead singer said in an, a BBC interview that they thought that they were just a boy band. <laughs> But um, a boy band like kind of carries some derogatory meaning. These days, it? yeah, it's like um, <laughs> you know, lack lacking of. Uh, some talent, singing ability, masculinity. <laughs> Not necessarily, but quite often. But I mean, these guys are kind of a mixture of like. Uh, I guess they're not a rock band because if they play rock music, they would know for sure. Well, they have that category too. Okay, they have rock, they have hip hop, R and B, funk, soul. I mean, they're all、okay. kind of wrapped up. And when I said earlier, I didn't know what I was listening to. I, I didn't. I was like, "What genre is this? I don't know." But it,、mm. it sounds pretty good. But since they get that classification as rock, you know, the lead singer went on Twitter one day and said that he didn't see himself as being rock because he said, "Quote: Rock is going nowhere," and <laughs> that pissed off one of a, a prominent rocker in the rock world. And this guy. Returned in a statement on Twitter saying he called him a schmuck. First of all, and he said, "Go back to being a judge on The Voice." He said a lot of other things, but I can't say it on this show. <laughs> so, is he the singer from this band? Is he a judge on The Voice? No, he's a rocker. From, oh, he's what we're talking about. He's a rocker from the band called Slipknot, which、mm. is a heavy metal、uh, rock band. And these guys look grisly. They have on these costumes where they look like. Murderers. I mean, they look like like they're from. They stepped out of a、um, a horror flick, you know, and they took offense to that. So they.、Um, and I think it was a little bit unnecessary to call <laughs> rock music a dead end. Is that what he said? <laughs> he said it just wasn't going anywhere. I wasn't going anywhere. He complimented、yeah. hip hop. He complimented R and B and things of that nature. I mean, if you look at record sales, right, and the appeal that it has,、um, I, I see where he was going with that. But yeah, you're obviously going to piss off some people in the rock genre who totally. This is, this is their life. I think rock music、this、has a huge fan base. It does. It does. Well, I, in terms of the, I guess if you look at the difference between R and B and hip hop versus rock in terms of dominance, then it can't compete with regards to consumption. And also, the most listened to artists are tend to be of that genre of hip hop and R and B. So, and, and there's a Nielsen report on that. So, and so I think that's well, kind of what he、I、was getting so,、yeah. at. That's what he was getting at, but I think the word choice that he used, you know, obviously saying that you know rock isn't isn't going anywhere, it's kind of insulting all the people that are in you know, the rock genre. You know, it's fine if you think it this way, but just don't go out and say it out loud. <laughs> You're gonna offend a lot of like、uh, hardcore fans from this group. They probably get angry easily. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna move on to fact number four, and this is according to Billboard magazine. They had the honor of performing at the 2019 Super Bowl halftime show, and it was not a success. <laughs> really, <laughs> on such a big event. Such a big event. This is one of the biggest events, musical events of the year in the U.S.、Uh, the Super Bowl is is kind of a big deal. And this band is kind of known for steering clear of controversy. There's not a lot of, you know, they don't have a lot of,、um, other than what I just told you before, they don't really have too much, too many、um, scandals going on about this group. But they decided to play for the show, or the decision to play for the show, and the actual performance 
backlash. And the reason that they were selected in the first place was because several previously selected acts had already turned it down. Hmm. Because during this time, there was uh, the NFL was facing some scrutiny for their response to players uh, taking a knee during the national anthem. And you remember that with, with uh, Colin Kaepernick? He was the San Francisco 49ers uh, quarterback. And he took a knee, and that was a huge, okay. that was yeah. a big thing. I'm not and, familiar uh, with the name, but I definitely remember yeah, yeah, the, uh, yeah. the it, knee thing. It was a big deal, you know, and that was uh, kind of a statement for the uh, one was the police brutality and also the racial yes. injustice. And the NFL has a history of, you know, not not treating these guys really well Equally. in the sport. Right. And so, that's, so did they screw up their performance on, on purpose? Well... The people, according to Billboard, uh, before this band took the gig, there were other people that were selected to perform. Hmm. But they all rejected and they didn't want to perform. Uh, so so they was, were the only one that took the opportunity. Pretty much. It was kind of like a, they were boycotting the NFL. And so people hmm. like um, Jay-Z, Rihanna, Adele, Cardi B, Pink, they all declined to perform. But these guys decided to... To, uh, to do it. To reject it in person. No, no, no. They, <laughs> they actually went and and they performed. No, I mean like by by screwing up the performance, that's their way of rejecting this <laughs> this place, NFL. I guess that's one way of looking at it. I'm not sure if they had that planned. But aside from that, you know, that controversy, you know, of them actually taking it in light of what was going on, um, because again... A lot, you know, a lot of America was upset that about the NFL for what you know their stance and how they were treating some of these players for that statement that they were making, and uh, for these guys to step up and just say, "Hey, we'll do it." You know, we, we support you guys or we support the NFL. There was some controversy for that for them accepting it, right? And then obviously their performance, and this is according to uh, the Guardian. Uh, independent magazine and these different uh, media sources they said that it was a tedious affair the performance lacked luster and it was a big disappointment and they said also that and that somehow spongebob squarepants had more appeal than the artists which might have been taking it a little bit too far yeah, because they they screwed up their performance. I'm not even sure if it's that. I, I'm I'm not sure if they screwed it up or or whatever. Because I I didn't see the performance, but I just know that it was a politically charged uh, situation. And I, mm. I think um, you know it might have been really tough for them to do well if they didn't choose a side. You know, and I think in these kind of situations, right. if you don't choose a side and just completely you know back the NFL. They might have felt like, yeah, we we didn't cast you so you can be neutral, you know. You yeah, know? I can I can imagine. Like, yeah, there must be getting a lot of bad comments on the internet because most people they're against police brutality, right? And they choose to be on the other side of these people. Yes, yes. So no matter what you do, I think if you're if you perform, you're going to have people that are upset with you for performing, and if you do well. You know, and if you're really promoting the NFL, then I think that you're going to just have, you know, conflict either way. So anyway, an unfortunate situation. Uh, but we're going to move on to fact number five. And I think by this point, most people should have an idea of who they are. But if they don't, this fact should be the one to do it. So, so fact number five is that they have a music video that is one of my personal favorites of all time. 
And I like it because of its style and uh, originality. I had never seen anything like it. And it was inspired by the 2005 rom-com film called The Wedding Crashers. Hmm. In this music video, this band goes around and sings at different people's weddings. They just show up unannounced. And then the people just in it, the, the, the video catches all of these people really surprised to see these guys come out I and think start after that video there were yeah of course I've seen that video <laughs> but I think after that yeah. video there are other musicians that I have seen a couple of other music videos they're trying yeah. to copy trying to copy that style not the exact same thing but a similar style similar it's like style. doing something ro- not really romantic but doing something surprising yeah to pedestrians or to your fans <laughs> So yeah, that was a really cool music video and a really cool song too. It's actually it's a song that I could not, I cannot sing, but I still try to sing it when I go to you know the uh, the KTV. The KTVs. Or, you know. yeah, I think for his mu- <laughs> for their music for his vocal range, it's yes. be quite hard for someone of my vocal range, unprofessional or untrained <laughs> personnel to hit Absolutely. that vocal range. Absolutely. So I think after that fact, guys, Yun Chi's face kind of lit up because he saw that actual music video, so he knows exactly <laughs> who I'm talking about right now. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people might have seen it because it was very big on YouTube for yes. a long period of time. So on that note, why don't you tell everyone who this musician or this band is yeah i know for that that video is <laughs> it's about a i was gonna say ingredient <laughs> so sugar i'm right here <laughs> i think we sound we sound like two dead cats <laughs> pretty much so go ahead man right so that's for sure Adam Levine's Maroon 5. All right, let's hear what the judges have to say. But actually, we don't need to hear what the judges have to say. <laughs> you got it. Yes. Awesome. Maroon 5 has been the recipients of three Grammy Awards, three American Music Awards, and three People's Choice Awards. And the list just goes on and on and right. on. Eight Billboard Music Awards, and in 2004, got World Music Awards. And that's, of course, assuming that this source is up to date and accurate. Awesome group, awesome musicians, and I love their style. I mean, uh, even though I can't really define exactly what their style is, it's still yeah, <laughs> pretty amazing. It's kind of pop music is. Yeah, pretty much pop. pop it's got a little bit of rock elements to it. It's got jazzy, funk, R&B kind of thing. They collaborate with a lot of stars. They got one with Kanye West, uh, Make Em Say. I think that's the name of the song. And they've collaborated with Alicia Keys, Rihanna. Rihanna's a big fan of the group as well. So, um, and I love sure. their I love their work. And I've got a few tracks that I'd like to play today. One of which I just love it because it just bangs, man. Every time I hear it, I have no hmm. choice but to just nod my head to it. And that's "Moves Like Jagger," right? Followed by "She Will Be Loved" and "Sunday Morning." Check it out. Control. 
unforgettable You twist to fit the mold that I am in But things just get so crazy Living life gets hard to do And I would gladly hit the road Get up and go if I knew That someday it would lead me back to you That someday it would lead me back to you Sunday Morning by Maroon 5. And, and that was from the Songs About Jane album, one of my personal favorites. A lot of heartbreak in that album, but a lot of passion. I think the feeling, the vibe that I get from this song is mostly chilling. But I think it would Except be better. Except for the first one. I mean, Moves Like Jagger, that's not chill at all, man. I'm, yeah, I'm talking about Sunday Morning. Okay, <laughs> right, okay. But, yeah, but, but I think the name would be better. It would be better if, if it's like Saturday morning because I feel the chillest usually on Saturday mornings. Because <laughs> you don't have to work the next day, right? Right, because if you're on the Sunday morning, it, you actually got to work the second day. Not if you're a musician, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, then every day is the same. Pretty you have much. to be on the Sundays. Pretty much. Yeah, but that song, Moves Like Jagger. Mm. That song is actually quite popular in China. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. I have listened to it for a couple of times, but I never... Well, I, I was never bothered.
father to look up who Jagger is. Oh my goodness, that is unacceptable. <laughs> Mick Jagger, he's he, a personal idol. Well, no, but he's <laughs> certainly an icon. I mean, he's uh, part of the Rolling Stones. He's the lead singer of oh, the yeah. Rolling Stones. I know about that. You band. heard of Rolling Stones, right. right? Do you know what it means to be a Rolling Stone? I don't know <laughs> that you're rolling. <laughs> It's kind of a, a synonym these days for uh, somebody who's really promiscuous. Ah, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> someone, someone who gets around, if okay. you know what I mean. Moves like a jagger. <laughs> who you got for us today? So the musician that I have for you today is just one single person, not a band. All right. She's very famous for singing a lot of bittersweet ballads. Bittersweet ballads. Aren't they all pretty much bittersweet? Yeah. I think occasionally <laughs> there are some happy ballads. Yeah, but most of them are bitter. I haven't heard any happy ballads. I have a very wacky fact about this musician that her okay. first name was actually for commemorating her father's ex-girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> so uh, not her mother then? Not her mother, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, you, that's okay. kind of weird, right? Interesting. So wait, does her mom, I wonder if her mother knew. I think everyone will wonder that. <laughs> and Actually, <laughs> her mother is okay with that. The name didn't seem to cause any trouble between the, the couple. Wow. And she was joking to her mom that she has a too big heart because... I think I, I won't. I wouldn't be okay if if my child is named after my wife's ex boyfriend. Man, maybe maybe, wow, maybe it wasn't okay. Maybe it was just a way of just trying to keep the peace. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes mm. people do that. They don't want like a a big fight. Yeah, you might be, but I guess we would never know. Never know. It's their family matter. But right, a little right. bit more information about these interesting parents. So it's actually a very musical background. Her father was a professional Erhu musician. You know about Erhu, right? Erhu, that's the, it's kind of like uh, the Chinese violin. Except yeah, the Chinese violin, like a two strings. Up straight, it's like two strings, right? The better way to put it is that you play it kind of like a cello. Okay, uh, yeah, okay. Yes, cello. So it stands yeah. upright. Stands upright. And, you and, and one notable fact about this musician is that she has kept her natural look. And, okay. And that's very admirable because there are a lot of stars out there today that they chose yeah. to alter yes. their appearance. That's right. right. And Lots of people, especially famous actresses and stars, they alter and they change. And it just looks, to me, it looks a little bit awkward. And it's really obvious that they've had work done. Very obvious. So I think it's kind of cool. Okay for acting in the acting business, but if no, you I don't think it's even okay there. Yeah, I but mean, I'm, I, and it's even less okay in as a as a musician because you're supposed to impress people with your singing skills, right? Yeah, well, I mean that that's that's open for a debate, but I think that sometimes just being yourself is just is more attractive. I think. Right on, hundred <laughs> percent agreed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you can always work in a radio station. <laughs> no no because it's purely audio guys being your true self is the prettiest right <laughs> and she actually didn't think herself was a pretty kid hmm. and uh, her parents seconded that opinion oh and her no. parents actually when she was a child they gave her a nickname chou ba guai chou ba guai what does that if mean? you look up that word on the whether Google or Baidu, the mm. translation is bad because the translation for Chobagwai is disfigured. Oh no! <laughs> what? But but it actually, that is, and that's coming from her parents. That's coming from her parents, but it doesn't mean that. Man, they, it doesn't mean that the parents. That's cold blooded. <laughs> yeah. So 
The thing about translation, you need to know, there's a literal meaning and there's an actual meaning. Well, you know what? We had this conversation before with other names. Like, I think you said Fazai, Fazai, Fazai. That's the name that I got. And what does that mean? That means fat boy, right? <laughs> That, that's not that is way. not cool. I mean, that's like yes. that is so damaging. But yeah, it's kind of like attacking on your your body figure. Right, it's but like, oh, but you said it's not a bad name here, right? No, wow. it, it, it can it can be cute if you are like uh, have a, a rather a rounder physique. Disfigure that I don't see how that man. That's that's pretty bad. So that's the literal meaning. The actual meaning could be something similar to、uh, just ugly. <laughs> oh, because that's better, right? Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. I feel better about that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, their parents probably said it in a joking way. Man,、yeah. that's cool. You know, and they had no one to blame. I mean, parents can't call their kids ugly because you know, I right? Mean, they produce them, right? <laughs> I guess they have a very, very healthy. It's like calling themselves disfigured or ugly. <laughs> I guess they,、uh, yeah. If you, that's one way to look at it. It's like an insult to themselves, right? Man. Yeah, but I guess they have a very, very healthy family relationship. That's healthy enough for them to tell such jokes. I guess so. For each other. Well, I mean, you, you mentioned earlier that she didn't have,、um, well, at least. It's not known that there were any procedures involved to alter her appearance. So I don't think it so, sounds、yeah. like this person is, you know, confident in how they look. So、yeah. regardless of what people think, and you know she's a musician. So sometimes being a musician, your charm、uh, is more than just your appearance. So I think it's not necessary anyway. Right on.、Mm. So let's move on to the second fact. All right. So before she became famous, as not as someone that's this, not under that title, right? She became famous for another reason, right? <laughs> Actually, no. It's completely irrelevant to her stardom. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Before、good. she became famous as a musician, so when she was sixteen, there she had this classmate, and this classmate wanted to audition for. For a radio station host、mm-hmm. in the commercial radio in Hong Kong, and she needed a company, so she asked this musician to tag along, and、mm. uh, ended up she getting the job, and her classmate didn't get it. Wow! I bet that that severed the relationship there. I bet her <laughs> classmate was pissed. Like, wait a minute! This isn't. This isn't. This wasn't what was supposed to happen. <laughs> <laughs> you were supposed to be the sidekick, <laughs> right? <laughs> and the next year, when she was performing singing during an outdoor performance for the radio station, she was spotted by an executive producer from Sony Records. Oh, Sony! Right. All right. So、and、she was singing outside. Yeah, so, she was singing on the street. She was singing outside. It's an out. It's an outdoor event for the radio station. I think some some radio stations they occasionally do that. Oh, so she wasn't basking, huh? Basking. Yeah. She no, she was. She、basking. was not on the street. You know, it's just... an organized. <laughs> it's an organized mass mass event. Okay. And the、right. song that she was doing is is crying in the rain. Crying in, in the, the rain. rain. Wow. Okay. Well, I guess、that's... you can tell what weather it was that day. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> on the, that on song the says、event. it all.、I、right.、Think. The next fact: she was cast by Jackie Chan as the lead female for his Mandarin music opera. Jackie Chan. This is the one of the big names out here, right? 
Yes. Yes. Okay. The yeah. heavenly God. Heavenly. <laughs> the heavenly God. So she was the female lead in Jackie Chan's music opera Snow Wolf Lake. We were talking about that before. Right. And that music opera helped her to set a record in Hong Kong because that music opera played 42 consecutive sold-out performances in Hong Kong. Wow. And, and later she was also invited to sing the Mandarin theme song "On My Own" of Les Miserables in. Shanghai. Okay. Wow. Right. right. The next fact is about her marriage. I think the best way for me to describe her marriage with another very famous musician is that they're kind of like the Jay Z and Beyonce. So two big names that got together. Yeah, and it's not only two big names; it's two big musical names.、Mm-hmm. Both of these two musicians, they were very prominent in their career, and they were. Actually, colleagues were working in the same company. They were pursuing the dream. Yeah, that's normally how it happens. Yeah, they were pursuing the dream of music together. They say you shouldn't date anyone at work, but you know people don't listen. Yeah, you always get attracted because you see that person is good at what you are hoping to improve,、mm-hmm. right? And hope we don't get attracted by each other's talent in this way. <laughs> I don't think you have anything to worry about, Yunji. <laughs> Neither do you, TJ.、Huh? <laughs> I think we're good. We're, I'm very good. <laughs> yeah, but for them, they after working together for for quite many years, they、mm-hmm. ended up falling in love with with each other. But the guy, he was still married. Okay, yeah, that happens too. Yeah, so it's something that she probably didn't want it to happen, but it happened,、mm-hmm. and she didn't want to be the third wheel to sabotage another marriage, and she decided to leave to Canada. And that guy actually later divorced his wife,、mm-hmm. and went over to Canada, going <laughs> after her. And、uh, he was waiting for her in the snow for days, and until she eventually accepted him. Wow! And while this person, while this guy was waiting, he actually created one of her signature songs. It's called "Stand in the Cold Winter." <laughs> no, it's called "Stand in the Cold Wind for You." It's just that some of these titles are so direct to what actually happened, and it doesn't really leave much room for、uh, the imagination. And I think before she was like screaming in the rain, was it, or crying in the rain? Right, that was one of her songs that she sang before. Oh, that was actually in the cover、um, <laughs> from from American musician. <laughs> yeah. And now it's waiting out in the cold for you.、Huh? Yeah, it's called stand. Yes, the literal translation. I think that's that's a better. Tr- what, 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 what was that? I, I I can't even remember what I said, but it was it's, it's funny. It's just yeah, the direct emotion. Sometimes with songs, there's like one word or two words, and you have to kind of listen to the song to figure out the meaning. But that that's yeah, a, that yeah. title says it all. Yeah, the the the, the translation "Stand in the Cold Wind for You" is a, is an unofficial translation, and 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 for the Chinese. Chinese audience, you probably wouldn't recognize by this name, but you would definitely know by the singing because the song goes like this. Wei ni wo shou lan feng chui, ji mo shi hou liu yan lei. 有人问我是与非，说是与非，可是谁又真的关心谁？ Okay, I have no idea what you just said. But <laughs> <laughs> do you feel any cold breezes 
<laughs> Not at all. I mean, you got a big cheesy grin on your face. So I don't feel any. No, I don't feel any anything yeah. cold at all. The lyrics were something like、uh, "tearing up in loneliness."、Mm. People asked me about right and wrong. Yet, who truly cares for one another? Okay, I don't understand.、Uh, Say that again. <laughs> It's, a, I guess it's a very poetic. It's a, yeah, it's a very、so. poetic lyric. Okay. Yeah. That's 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 a good cover up. You know, when something doesn't make sense, you just say it's very poetic. Like, yeah,、oh, okay. I have like <laughs> a, I have a deeper, I have deeper meaning to that. Right. If you don't、right. understand, listen to it again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's a good cover up. <laughs> right. And and a little side note about this musician is probably most of her fans wouldn't even know about is that in 2002 she was invited to sing the Mandarin theme song of Last Miserable. Do you know the music opera by Sounds familiar. Andrew Lloyd Webber? Sounds familiar. Don't know the song. It's the it's the one with the tune. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song of angry men? It is the music of the people who will not be slaves again. Doesn't ring any bells, man. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but that's the show. I can't imagine、acting. this sweet a female, this person. Yeah, this female singer that you've been describing this whole time singing this kind of song. It doesn't sound. Yeah,、really. my my apologies. I was I was just trying to remind you of the opera、oh, by singing.、Okay. The、okay. most notable tune from the show. Yeah, she was actually doing another very romantic song. It's called "On My Own." Okay,、yeah. all right, and that one sounds a little bit better than、More、that one. I'm, I'm not insulting. I'm not insulting your singing. Okay, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying it didn't sound very、uh, feminine at all. And a little bit more on this fact is that the song that really pushed her to her stardom、mm-hmm. was a song that was inspired by the American singer Barbara Streisand. Oh, okay,、Love、yeah, yeah. Dark. And the name of this Mandarin song is a little bit awkward when I translate it. Okay, <laughs> these are always nice. Okay, yeah, it's it's not official. Yeah, but the literal translation for this song is falling in love with someone who doesn't come back home. Who doesn't come back home? Yes. Okay.、So、it's like a one-sided. Uh, relationship.、Mm, okay, so he just comes when he wants to come. More or less like that. <laughs> I see. Wow, that sounds like a really heartfelt and sad song. Well, I can vouch for that. the The melody and the lyrics of this song they are heartbreaking. Really, <laughs> right? <laughs> All right. Before we end, I have two more random facts for you.、Mm. Um, in 2002, this musician she collaborated with Davy Tao in the theme song of McDonald's World Children's Day, <laughs> and the theme song is called "They Are All Our Children." Yeah, another very straightforward title for the、uh, the event.、Mm. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think they 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 wanna they wanna lure the children to their business. I think that's their target. That's their target business. McDonald's,、customers. right? Right. Of course. Yeah, they want to get you hooked on their hamburgers and cheese and 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 fries. Yeah, they don't want to get you hooked on. They want to get your children. Yeah. Get your kids hooked on. Lifelong customers. Yeah, that's right. All right. And when they grow up, they have their grandkids go there. Yes, right. That's、Man. if、uh, you live long enough to be a grandparent after eating that food. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> And、uh, the final one in 2015, she attended the first ever concert in the world that is organized and planned by visually impaired people.、Mm. And the concert is called 2015 Concert in the Dark. And、concert in the dark. Yes, and by the name, the concert was actually held in a completely dark environment. Yeah, 
yeah no surprises in the title once again so you said this artist is from hong kong right that's right yes sir all right and we are at the end of our facts i do have a question is this is this artist still alive oh she's totally alive well, I have done a little bit of research on some Hong Kong stars, and I'm not really sure who uh, she is at present. I wish there was somebody I could call. Call a friend. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, for a Hong Kong star, singer, I'm not sure if she's an actress, but I think I've read of someone named josephine ho or josie ho i'm not i I know she's from hong kong and i know she's a singer but Hmm. she's also an actress so i think i'm just gonna throw that one better luck well let's hear what the judges say (laughs) (laughs) not even close (laughs) the singer is sandy lamb sandy lamb sandy lamb in or in mandarin ling yi lian so she's considered as one of the most achieved female singers in the history of Hong Kong and the perfect combination of commercial music and art music. Okay, all right. So the two songs that I have for you from Sandy Lam today, the first one is the Mandarin version of Better Man. Better Man, that sounds really familiar. Send someone to love me, I'm here to da-da-da. Da 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 mm. in the cold I rain. Nope. Oh, doesn't nope. ring a bell. Doesn't <laughs> ring a bell. <laughs> I kind of forgot the lyrics there, but that's okay. It's the Mandarin version of that song, All right. Better Man. And of course, the second one I have for you is the very mysterious one. The one about standing in the cold wind. <laughs> Stand. In the cold wind for you. In Canada. <laughs> in Canada. <laughs> right. Which is super cold. In Canada. I've been there. It is in miserably cold. <laughs> I wonder if he got frostbite. But before we get to the tracks, man, Yun Chi, thank you so much for another hilarious episode on Pop Muse. And we're going to go ahead and call it. For those of you listening in, thank you so much for joining us on the program. And we look forward to seeing you next time. I'm TJ Reed. And it's Rin Chi here. <laughs> Take it easy, folks. Take it easy. Peace. Today.
心扉，在四界线，是否卸下防备，用真实语言去承诺明天，勇敢的给，关于爱，无论谁都期待爱。是已经。
为，明白说怕无所谓，不必给我安慰，何必怕我伤悲？就当我从此收起真情，谁也不给。我会试着放下往事，管它过去有。想起你。